that tonight, God will cause all evil to pass over you. Shout hallelujah. If tonight is your night for supernatural signs and wonders, shout hallelujah. I want us to lift up our voice and begin to worship the King of Kings. Let's begin to worship the ancient of days. Let's begin to give him glory. Let's give him honor. Let's give him adoration for all that he has done for us. I want us to thank him very well tonight for all that he has been doing and for what he intends to do in our midst again tonight. Father, we worship you. Ancient of days, we magnify your name. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor for every member of our family. We thank you. We thank you for our leaders. We thank you for our nation. We thank you for your loving kindness unto us. Glory and honor be unto your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. I want you to lift up your voice unto God tonight and say, My Father, let me receive your mercy in the name of Jesus. By your mercy, answer all my prayers tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Begin to ask for the mercy of the Lord. Lord, we pray for mercy tonight. Let each and every one of us receive your mercy. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let there be answers to all our petitions. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let the sick be healed. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, let our lives be transformed in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to cry out to God and say, My Father, tonight, use tonight's prayer meeting to solve all my problems. Use tonight's prayer meeting to solve all my problems. Use tonight's prayer meeting to turn my situation around. Use tonight's to prayer meeting to give me a change of story. Use tonight's prayer meeting to give me a change of status. In the name of Jesus, use tonight's prayer meeting to change my situation. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we are here again at your presence. Lord, use tonight's prayer meeting to change our story. In the name of Jesus, use tonight's prayer meeting to terminate all our afflictions. In the name of Jesus, every problem that we came with, Lord, let them be terminated tonight by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, as many who are under satanic body, as many who are under satanic taxmaster, Lord, use tonight's prayer meeting to set them free. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to know that there was just a day. There was a day when God met with a man. His name is his name is uh, uh his name is the man that David kept the hack. David kept the hack of God in his house. I, I can't remember his name, but the Bible makes us to understand that this man, the hack, was in his house. Yes, I, I just remember now. Uh, Obed Edom. Yes, thank you, Lord. Obed Edom. Oh my God. Obed Edom. The Bible makes us to understand that David kept the hack in his house for three months. And within the three months, this man became one of the blessed, one of the most richest in the city. 
God blessed him because the ark of God was in his house. What I'm saying is this. When God is here in our lives, he can bring about a total turnaround. And I want you to pray that prayer to again and say, Lord, use tonight's prayer meeting to terminate all my affliction, to terminate all my problems. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, use tonight's prayer meeting to terminate all our problems as you did for Obed-Edom. When the ark of God was placed in his house, Father Lord, we pray that tonight, come and terminate all our problems. Come and terminate all our afflictions. In the name of Jesus, let the devil and all his agents be put to shame. In the name of Jesus, let all our enemies be put to shame. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, as I go in the journey of this new week, let your presence go before me like fire. And let all obstacles, let all hindrances on my way be consumed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, as we all go in the journey of this week, let your presence go before us like fire. And let all obstacles, let every hindrances on our ways be consumed by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Consume all obstacles on our ways by the fire of Holy Ghost. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that in this week, the Lord will go before you. In the name of Jesus, and by his fire, he will consume every obstacles out of your ways. In the name of Jesus, nothing will stop you in this week. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice. And say, Lord, let every connection I have with the dead. This prayer is for somebody. You have been dreaming and seeing dead relatives recently. Uh, you know, th and this is, this is one of the ways familiar spirit operates. Because one thing the devil does through familiar spirit is he will bring the picture of somebody you know, somebody you are a friend with, or somebody who is a member of your family, he will bring their image or their picture to you in their dream, especially those ones who are dead. Because he knows that you may want to have sympathy with them. Because he knows that you are familiar with them, and through that, it can bring all kinds of problems. It can even bring death into one's life. It can bring all kinds of attack into one's life. I want you to lift up your voice, because that, that person you are seeing in your dream, that is not your dead relative. That is familiar spirit. That's a demon trying to put the image of somebody you know so that they can be able to launch an attack and they do that to manipulate. That is spiritual manipulation. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, any connection I have with the dead, let it be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, tonight terminate any form of spiritual manipulations. Through the dead, in the name of Jesus, Lord, terminate any form of spiritual manipulations through dead relatives. In the name of Jesus, any form of connection that we have with the dead, let it be broken by fire. In the name of Jesus, let it be broken by fire. In 
Jesus mighty name we have prayed. I pray for you this evening that any form of arrows that has been shot against you through any dreams with death relatives, I pray that by the power and the blood we flush them out in the name of Jesus. All connection with the dead is broken now by fire in the name of Jesus. You will not die untimely death in the name of Jesus. You will not die another person's death in the name of Jesus. I say you will not die as a sacrifice for, for, for promotion to another in the name of Jesus. Every power that wants to sacrifice your life for promotion, I command that power to be terminated now in the name of Jesus. It is well with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to pray this prayer. You are going to crown to God and say, My Father, let every environmental demons. Please pray this prayer. Now, this was the prayer that I believe Daniel didn't pray on time. When Daniel started praying in Daniel chapter 10, verse 12, the Bible says, From the first day Daniel started praying, God sent the answer through Angel Gabriel. But the, the, the prince of Persia blocked this angel from getting to Daniel. Because that was, the, that was the demons of the environment. That's the principality taking care over the regions of Persia. And for 21 days, the answer was delayed. I want to pray for somebody this morning. Today is the 21st. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. Today is the 21st. Whatever you are supposed to have received from the first of this month that you have not yet received, I pray that tonight the Lord will release it in the name of Jesus. I said tonight the Lord will release it in the name of Jesus. Receive your miracle now in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, every environmental demons blocking the release of my blessing, blocking the release of my miracle, blocking the release of my benefit. Lord, let your fire destroy them tonight and let my blessing be released in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. This is a prophetic prayer. Every environmental powers, environmental demons blocking the release of our blessings, Blocking the release of our breakthrough. Tonight we command your arrest. In the name of Jesus. Be terminated by fire. In the name of Jesus. That environmental principalities. That environmental power. Saying no to our success. Saying no to our major breakthrough. We command your arrest tonight. In the name of Jesus. Be consumed by fire. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. I pray for you. Any environment where you are. That tonight, every principality is working in that environment, blocking access to your miracle. I command them to be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, there shall be a release, a mass release of breakthrough. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Before we get, get into the message of tonight, let's do the prophetic prayers. Although we have been praying. And all the prayers we have been praying are prophetic because the prayer is meant for some particular people. And when, when we call a prayer and you know that that is what you are going through, make sure you pray it. Pray it fervently because God is working in our midst. The book of 
Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Number one, we want to pray against yoke. I want somebody to say yoke. We were, I'm not talking about the yoke inside the egg that you hit. <laughs> I'm talking about satanic yoke. We want to pray against yoke. Even medically, when once you get to a certain age, it is not recommended to eat the egg yoke. So some people may need to stay away from yoke, but the yoke we want to deal with is satanic yoke. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27, the Bible says, And it shall come to pass in that day. And I want to announce to somebody that today is that day. In the name of Jesus, that his body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke. Look at that. The Bible did not say your body or your yoke. The Bible says, his body. That means somebody else owns that body. The Bible says, his yoke. Somebody else owns that yoke. It is not yours. So why must you continue to carry it? And that's why we want to pray to God tonight to break every yoke. That's what the Bible says. His yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed. We are not going to savage any yoke tonight. The Bible says, the yoke shall be destroyed. By the anointing. I want you to lift up your voice and cry unto God. And say, my father, let every yoke working against my life. Every yoke. Please, you, 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 can, you can spread the prayer as you like. Marital yoke. Career yoke. Academic yoke. Professional yoke. Every yoke working against my life. Let them be broken tonight by the anointing. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Begin to break every yoke by the power of the anointing. In the name of Jesus, let yoke of failure be broken by the reason of the anointing. In the name of Jesus, every yoke of marital delay, we command you to be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, every yoke of academic failure, be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, every yoke of business failure, be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, every yoke of marital failure, be broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, break every yoke. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Yoke must be broken tonight. Ilima katayala gaba, ekepete lima kunda, ipasatayada. Lord, let every yoke be broken. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that tonight, by the reason of anointing, every yoke working against your progress is broken. In the name of Jesus, every yoke of sickness is broken. In the name of Jesus, every yoke from the dream that make you to always have nightmares, the time when you are supposed to be resting, every yoke that make you to fight and to fight in your dream, I command that yoke to be broken. In the name of Jesus, yoke working against you at your place of work, I command it to be broken. In the name of Jesus, yoke working against you at your matrimonial home, I command it to be broken. In the name of Jesus, Yoke working against your children. I command it to be broken. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah. Tonight your yoke shall be broken permanently. Now let's go to the second prophetic prayer. The second prophetic prayer. We want to pray for yieldiness. Yieldiness. Oh my God. Now let me tell us this. The devil controls us through satanic yokes. 
when the devil wants to stop a business, stop a man, stop a career, stop a family, he puts yoke on their neck. Now, when it comes to the Holy Spirit, the only way the Holy Spirit controls us is through our yieldiness. Now, the devil always force. Anytime the devil wants to put a yoke on a life, on a business, on a person, he forces yoke on them. But when it comes to God, when it comes to the operation of the Spirit, we need to yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit before we can be led by the Spirit. Many people today, they want to be led by the Spirit. In fact, they want to hear the voice of the Spirit, but they are not ready to yield. They are not ready to yield themselves to the Holy Spirit. And that will lead us to our second prophetic prayer. Because this week, somebody will, somebody will hear the voice of God in the name of Jesus. But before you can hear the voice, you first need to work on your yieldiness. You have to pray, God, help me to yield to the Holy Spirit. Help me to yield to the Holy Spirit. The book of Romans chapter 6 verse 13. I want you to listen to this scripture. Romans 6, 13. Romans chapter 6, verse 13. The Bible says, Neither yield your members. Look at that. Your members, talking about your hands, your eyes, your heart. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. Look at that. Look at, look at that. And that's why today, people automatically commit sin. Even without thinking about it. Some people can lie even without thinking about it. Some people can, you know, they can just do things even without thinking about it. And that's why the Bible says we must not yield our members as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourselves. Look at that. Yield yourselves unto God. Look at that. As those that are alive from the dead and your member as instrument of righteousness unto God. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, throughout the journey of this week, help me to yield myself unto your spirit. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, help me to yield myself. Help me to yield myself. In the name of Jesus, help me to yield myself unto you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, we pray that throughout the journey of this week, help us to yield ourselves unto you. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. We pray that our flesh will not control us. In the name of Jesus, help us to yield, help us to yield ourselves unto you. Throughout the journey of this week, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the next prayer point, because of our time, I want us to get into the message, is we want to pray on what I call yes. There are some of us that we have received an answer of no. Maybe in the past month, in the past weeks, and prophetically, we want to pray to God to turn our no to yes. I don't know, maybe you have submitted an application and you were, re you were refused or you were rejected. Tonight, the Lord wants to turn your, the answer from no to yes. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20, the Bible says, For all the promises of God in Him are yes 
and in him. Amen. To the glory of God through us. All the promises of God in him, that is in Christ, they are yes. And that is what Jesus is doing for us. Anytime we pray and we quote any scripture in heaven, according to Hebrews 7 verse 25, the Bible says Jesus is representing us before God in heaven. He's standing before us, I mean before God for us. So, so, so that when we are praying, he's saying yes to our prayer before God. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, in this week, let all my answers of no be turned to yes. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, where I have been rejected before. Lord, I say, go in the journey of this week, let me receive an answer of yes. In the name of Jesus, let each and every one of us receive an answer of yes. In the name of Jesus, let every rejection be turned to acceptance. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lima Sindelia. For those who have interview, for those who have any form of appointment in this week. Father, we pray that you will turn all their answers yes to no. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed for somebody in this week. The Lord will give you an answer of yes. In the name of Jesus. Over that application. I command Sindali Receive an answer of yes. Before the end of this week. In the name of Jesus. And every power saying no to your request. Every power saying no to all your petition. Tonight I command that power to be arrested. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. Let somebody shout hallelujah very quickly i want us to open our bible to the book of luke chapter 18 as we continue with our series luke 18 luke chapter 18 we we started last week on the last uh leg of this our series from luke 18 and this may take this may still take us a couple of weeks more Luke 18. Luke chapter 18. I want the sister, there is a sister on the uh, Zoom line. Please mute your phone. Let everybody mute their phone. Please mute your phone. Luke 18. We are going to read from verse 35 to 43. And uh, if you have NIV, I'm going to be reading from NIV uh, version of scripture. NIV version of scripture, Luke 18 from verse 35 to 43. The Bible says, As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard the crowd going by, he asked what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And those who led the way rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and ordered the man to be brought to him. When he came near, Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, I want to see, he replied, verse 42. 
Jesus said to him, Receive your sight. Your faith has healed you. Verse 43, Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus, praising God. When all the people saw it, they also praised God. For somebody in this week, what God will do for you will cause other people to join you to praise God in the mighty name of Jesus. Now, tonight, very quickly, I don't want to take too much of our time because we spend almost half of our time on the prophetic prayers. Now, uh, my focus, because of our time, I, I just want to focus on verse 35. Uh, on verse 35 tonight, uh, if, you know, if, if we can complete it, we are going to, but if not, we'll pick it up from where we stop next week. And I will be exhorting us on what I've titled, What Happens When God Visits? That's the title. What Happens When God Visits? I want, to, I want us to go back to that verse 35. The Bible says, As Jesus approached Jericho. As Jesus. That, that's the phrase I want, to, I want to work on tonight. As Jesus Approach Jericho. Now, I want us to know that as far as Christ is concerned, he always operates as is led by the Spirit of God. According to Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible said, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. He always operates as led by the Spirit. He always he doesn't do anything without being led by the Spirit. And at this point, the Bible says he was going to a city called Jericho because he was on a divine appointment. I want to prophesy to somebody tonight that you will also experience divine appointment tonight. In the name of Jesus. The book of Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, the Bible says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. I want us to know that in life, God wants us to operate according to as we are led by His Holy Spirit. According, according to as we are led. Because when Christ was on earth, he did not do anything except what God asked him to do. In fact, in John chapter 6 verse 38, look at what he said. John 6 38. For I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Look at that. So which means when Christ is moving, when Christ is working, he operates according to God's purpose for the moment. At this point in time, the Bible says he was approaching Jericho. We don't know why he was going to Jericho, but this was towards the end of his earthly ministry. As he was approaching Jericho, something happened because of his divine visitation at Jericho. And that is what I want to share with us tonight. I'm just going to share three points. I, you know, I mean, they are giving us like seven points, but we don't have the time. But I just want to share with us three things. There are more than three, and I'm trying to work within the, the confinement of this paragraph or, or, or the confinement of this passage. Uh, three things that can happen when Christ visits. 
And, and these are these are the points we are going to use to pray tonight because I'm believing God that tonight it will visit every home. It will visit every family represented on this prayer line in the name of Jesus. I said tonight Christ will visit you. God will visit you. Maybe in your dream, he will visit you. In your house, he will visit you because he knows your zip code. He knows your address. Now, let me give out three things. There are more than three, but I'm just trying to work within the confinement of this passage of scripture that can happen when God visits. Number one, when God visits, when God visits maybe a city, when God visits maybe a person, when God visits maybe a land, God always turned darkness to light. God always turned darkness to light. Now, the blind Bartimaeus, <laughs> as soon as they, I don't know, it, it seemed as if maybe when he was born, he wasn't born blind. Because the Bible says there was a blind Bartimaeus, you know, if you are reading this from, uh, maybe from Mark, Mark chapter 10, from verse 46 to 52, uh, you know, Mark make us to understand that the beggar, the beggar's name was Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus was his name. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. So this man, he, I'm not too sure if he was born blind, but, but I, I know that if he had been born blind, the Bible would have mentioned that. For example, in Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3, if we read from verse 1, uh, the, the Bible mentioned a man in verse 2. The Bible said, now a man was lame from birth. Look at that. A man was lame from birth who was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful. The Bible said this man was lame from birth, but the Bible didn't mention that uh, this man, uh, I mean, Bartimaeus, was lame or was blind from birth. Maybe he used to have his sight, but he lost it. And since that time, he has been in total darkness. Now, I want you to close your eyes. Just everybody close your eyes and tell me what you see. And that is what blind Bartimaeus always see on a, on a, you know on daily basis he always see darkness this man doesn't know the difference between tuesday and monday he doesn't know the difference between uh, the, the the date of the weeks or the date of the he doesn't know because all that he sees is darkness i want to pray for somebody tonight that the lord will turn your darkness to light in the name of jesus Blind Bartimaeus on this day, he was ready to go to the spot where he always beg. But on that day, he met with Jesus because Jesus was visiting Jericho. And Jesus turned his darkness to light because he was, he was a blind man. The book of Psalm, 1, Psalm 18, rather, Psalm 18, verse 28, the Bible says, For you will light my lamp. That's what David said here. For you will light my lamp. Which means sometimes, somebody may not be blind physically, but they are blind in their mind. They are, blind, they are ignorant. They are working in ignorance. They, they are working in confusion. And that was why David said, you will lighten my lamp. Because one of the things that light does is to give direction. When there is light, there will be direction. When there is light, there will be inspiration when there is light there will be there will be information light always bring a new idea and that was why david said you will light my lamp 
The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. But David was not blind physically. But why was he praying that God will what? We enlighten his darkness. It is because maybe David was in darkness of confusion. He needed direction from God. I want to pray for somebody tonight. I don't know, maybe you are confused over a particular issue and you have been debating. You don't know what to do. I pray that tonight the Lord will lighten your darkness in the name of Jesus. And I command every cloud of confusion to be removed now in the name of Jesus. The book of Psalm 27 verse 1. The Bible said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Because anytime there is darkness, darkness always brings fear. Darkness always brings fear. And that's why the psalmist said, The Lord, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I want to pray for somebody tonight. Whatever is causing fear in your life, the Lord will deal with it tonight. In the name of Jesus, Psalm 36 verse 9, the Bible says, For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. I love that scripture very well. Say, in your light we see light. Which means in life, if you want to walk in the will of God, we need to see through the light of God. No wonder in Psalm 119 verse 105, Psalm 119 verse 105, the Bible says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God. Because somebody will want to ask, Brother Peter, how do I get this light? You get this light through the word of God. The word of God gives us light for direction. A light a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. The word of God. The word of God has the power to give us illumination in our hearts. The, the word of God has the power to enlighten our darkness. No wonder in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 7, you know, the, the preacher said, Truly, the light is sweet. Look at that. Because anytime there is light, light always brings joy and gladness. There was a verse of scripture in the book of Esther. Uh, the Bible says, And the Lord give light and gladness to the Jews because they were being delivered from the hands of their enemies. And the Lord give light and gladness to the Jews because they were being delivered from their enemy. I want to pray for somebody tonight that the Lord will give you light and, dark, and, and, and gladness and there shall be total deliverance from the hands of your enemy in the name of Jesus. Because, for example, among, among the among the, the, the plague that God used to fight against the Egyptians was the plague of darkness. If you, if you can go and read it from Exodus chapter 10 verse 22. The Bible said for three days there was thick darkness in Egypt. And when there was darkness in Egypt, the Bible said in the land of Goshen where the Israelites were dwelling, there was light. I want to pray for somebody tonight. Even though the whole world may be under a thick darkness. At your own house, there shall be light in the name of Jesus. Because the, the Bible says, truly, light is sweet. According to that, Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 7, light is sweet. Darkness always brings sorrow. Darkness always brings all kinds of evil. But truly, light is sweet. And it is a pleasant thing for the eyes to behold the sun. Then number two, when there is a visitation from God. Number two, I want you to, to note this point. When there is a visitation from God, God always turns sorrow to joy. 
when there is a visitation from God, God always turns sorrow to joy. I don't know how many are, 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 are sorrowful tonight, but I want you to know that God is here and he will turn your sorrow to joy in the name of Jesus. Look, for example, in the book of Esther chapter 8. Esther chapter 8 verse 16. The Bible says, The Jews had light and gladness, joy and honor. Look at that. The Jews had light and gladness, joy and honor. But before they had light and gladness, joy and honor, they were all sad. Because there was a man called Aman that wanted to destroy all the Jews. He wanted to wipe them out because there was a man called Mordecai who did not bow to him. And he said, because this Mordecai did not bow to me, I'm going to make sure I wipe out all the Jews. And this man paid the king. He said, the king, don't worry, don't put it in your budget. I'm going to sponsor this. I want to wipe out all the Jews. <laughs> but the day, the day that a man was hung on his gallow, the gallow that he prepared for the Jews, the Bible said, then the Jews had light and gladness, joy and honor. I want to prophesy to somebody tonight. All the powers, all the enemies that said that your day of joy will not come. The Lord will remove them before your day of joy. In the name of Jesus. The Jews had what? They had light and gladness and joy and honor. When God visits, I want you to listen, God always turns sorrow to joy. Now, if you look at blind Bartimaeus, he was blind, he could not see. This man was sad, he was always sad because he was blind. Blind people are sorrowful people. Blind people, they are because they can't see, they don't know what is going on around them. They are always confused, they are always sad and sorrowful. But the day Jesus met with blind Bartimaeus, he turned his sorrow to joy. For somebody tonight. I said the Lord will turn all your sorrow to joy. In the name of Jesus, you will no longer have sorrow over your husband. You will no longer have sorrow over your wife. You will no longer have sorrow over your children. You will no longer have sorrow over your own life. In the name of Jesus, and every affliction bringing daily sorrow to your life. I pray that tonight that affliction is terminated. In the name of Jesus, the book of Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 13 Jeremiah 31 verse 13, the Bible says, Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance. For somebody, you will rejoice with the dance tonight. In the name of Jesus. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together, for I will turn their mourning to joy, and we comfort them, and make them rejoice rather than sorrow. For somebody, it's time for you to be sorrowful. The Lord will cause you to rejoice again. In the name of Jesus. The book of Isaiah 35 verse 10. The Bible says, And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing. Oh my God. For somebody before, before the end of this week, the Lord will give you a testimony that will cause you to rejoice. In the name of Jesus. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says the ransom of the Lord shall return and come with and, and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their head. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sigh. 
Look at that. Sorrow and sighing shall flee away. For somebody tonight, the spirit of sorrow will fly away from your house. The spirit of sorrow will fly away out of your career. Will fly away out of your home. In the name of Jesus. Because anytime God visits, God always turns sorrow to joy. For example, let me give us another example. In the book of Luke chapter 7, when, 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 when Jesus met with the widow of Nay, there was a city called Nay. The Bible says uh, there, was, there was a widow you know, whose son just died. And the, the, the people were carrying the, 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 the dead sons of this widow to go and bury him. That is in Luke, Luke 7. If you read from verse 11 to, for, to verse uh, 17, you will, see, you will see what happened there. And the Bible says Jesus met with them. Oh my God. He met with them. And because Christ met with them, he turned the sorrow of that widow to joy. I want to pray for somebody that you will not know sorrow again. In the name of Jesus. Then number three. Because I want us to go and pray. When God visits or when there is a divine visitation. Look at the next thing that will happen. When God visits or when there, is, when there is a divine visitation. God always brings praise and purpose to a life. God always brings praise and purpose to a life. The book of Luke chapter 18, that uh, verse 43, look at what the Bible says, Luke 18, 43, the Bible says, immediately he received his sight. Look at that. For somebody tonight, you will receive what you have lost. In the name of Jesus, I say in tonight's prayer meeting, whatever you have lost, you will receive it back. In the name of Jesus, the Bible says, immediately he received his sight, and what? And follow Jesus, praising God. That word follow Jesus means he, he was turned from a beggar. He was a professional beggar from a beggar to a disciple. He now began to follow Jesus. He can now work for Jesus. Look at that. Jesus gave his life a purpose. He was no longer a beggar. In fact, if you read this from Mark, the account of Mark, Mark, make us understand, and I'm still, I'm still going to be explaining this, you know, as we continue the series, that when, when blind Bartimaeus was moving towards Jesus, Mark, make us to understand that he pulled off his garment. Because that garment was the garment that identified him as a beggar or as, 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 as an handicap. He pulled, he put off that garment. He said, I'm no longer a beggar. I'm no longer a handicap. I'm no longer a blind man. He pulled it off. For somebody tonight, every garment of sorrow, every garment of problem, the Lord will take it off from you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Because when God visits, you always bring praise and purpose. Look at that. And the Bible says, look at, look at what happened next. Uh, immediately you receive his sight and follow Jesus, praising God. He, his mouth was filled with praise. This was somebody that was sorrowful before. This was somebody that was in confusion before. But as soon as Jesus visited him, he started praising God. For somebody, before the end of this week, you will praise God in the name of Jesus. And when all the people saw it, this is not a miracle that was hidden. The Bible says all the people saw it. I want to prophesy to somebody, before the end of this week, what God will do, all your co-workers will see it in the name of Jesus. I said, people at your church, the church you attend, they will see that miracle. In the name of Jesus, even your neighbors will see it. In the name of Jesus, 
I, I see God handling the, 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 the key of a car to somebody tonight. A, a blessing that cannot be covered. Everybody will see it. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. We see that example also in Acts chapter 3 verse 8. Acts chapter 3 verse 8, there was a man that was born lame. I think I mentioned about him earlier. The Bible says after he started walking, he has never walked before. Look at verse 8. The Bible says he jumped to his feet. For somebody tonight, you will also leap off for joy in the name of Jesus and began to walk. He had never walked before. What you have never done before for good, from tonight, the Lord will empower you to begin to do it. In the name of Jesus. Then he went with them into the temple. He had never entered into the temple before. I want to prophesy to somebody, the place where you have never entered before, or the place of glory where no members of your family has entered before, in this week, you will enter it. Enter there. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, he entered into the temple, walking, look at that, and jumping and praising God. Oh my God. Walking, jumping, and praising God. Walking, jumping, and praising God. Walking, jumping, and praising God. Now, I want to prophesy to somebody tonight that you will walk again. In the name of Jesus, that thing that tied down your legs. Whatever the enemy has put on your leg, that make it to be stiff. And you can't use it again. I pray that tonight, the Lord destroy that thing. In the name of Jesus, you will walk again. You will even dance again with those legs. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, in conclusion, in conclusion, I want us to know that God is always on the move to visit his children. And we see that example also in, in Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 from verse 8 to 9. Uh, the Bible says, And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Now, I want to ask somebody tonight because this is very, very important. I want you to know that God is here, but is there something in your life? That will make you to hide from God when God gets here. Is there somebody? Is there somebody here tonight that there is something making you to hide from God? There's something making you to hide from fellowship. What is that thing making you to hide? Making you to hide yourself from people. What is that thing? God is here visiting us tonight. But is there anybody still hiding? Are you hiding because of what you did last night? Are you still hiding because of, of, of the scandal that broke out because of you? I, I want you to know that if you can come out tonight, God wants to receive you. I say, if you can come out. It was the same God that received blind Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus cried for mercy. And he, he received what he has lost. And I'm praying that tonight, as we also cry for mercy, we are going to get back whatever we have lost. In the name of Jesus. I want us to go and pray. <laughs> we have prayer points to pray. And I, I, I believe in God that God will give us the time. We are going to lift up our voice and cry unto God. <laughs> and say, my father, it is my turn for divine visitation. Lord, visit me tonight. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Not next month. Visit me tonight. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, it is my time. It is my time. It is my turn for divine visitation. Visit me tonight. 
Visit me tonight. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Ikapata lima sindali kapolia. As you visited Jericho and you stopped by at 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 the spot where blind Bartimaeus was. Lord, tonight visit us in the name of Jesus. Let each and every one of us experience your divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, visit us, O God. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Visit my children tonight. Visit my spouse tonight. Visit my home tonight. In the name of Jesus, I want to see you. Lord, visit us tonight. In the name of Jesus, in our dream, visit us. At our place of work, visit us. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Lord, when you visit, make me to be sensitive to your presence. Do you know sometimes God will show up and some people will not even know. That was the same thing that Jacob said in, I believe that this was in, in, in Genesis 28. He said, the Lord was in this place and I did not know. Look at that. You missed it. I pray you will not miss divine visitation. In the name of Jesus. He said the Lord was in this place. And I did not know. But the next time God visited this man called Jacob. In Genesis 32. Oh my goodness. In Genesis 32. When God visited him again. That was why, the, that was why Jacob. The Bible said. He heard unto the angel. He said. I will not let you go. <laughs> unless you what? Unless you bless me. Because the, the first time God visited he said, the Lord was in this place, and I did not know. But the second time, he made use of it. He grabbed onto the angel and said, angel, in fact, I won't let you go until you bless me. I want somebody to cry unto God tonight and say, my father, help me to be sensitive to your presence when you visit. In the name of Jesus, let me not miss your divine visitation. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, let us not miss your divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, when you visit us, O God, help us to be sensitive to your presence. In the name of Jesus, help us to be sensitive to your presence. In the name of Jesus, help us not to miss divine visitation. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that you will not miss divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, on the day when God will knock at your door, on the day when God will meet between your dream, you will not miss that opportunity. In the name of Jesus, I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let every stranger of darkness on assignment to me. Please pray this prayer. There is a divine visitation, but sometimes the devil also can visit. The devil can visit. I want you to lift up. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? It's possible for you, for somebody to receive a stranger of darkness, and from the time the person or the stranger of darkness visit the person, there will be all kinds of calamity, all kinds of things happening, and then you begin to say, "What is going on? Where, where did this? Where, how did this happen? How did this happen? It could be because of a visitation." I want you to cry unto God and say, "My Father." Every strangers of darkness <laughs> on assignment 
to visit me. Please pray this prayer. Every stranger of darkness on assignment to visit me, to visit me with sickness, to visit me with any, with any kinds of evil. Father, in the name of Jesus, stop them from coming. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, stop them from coming. In the name of Jesus, any stranger of darkness that comes and bring all kinds of evil, any stranger of darkness that come and bring all kinds of bad luck, Lord, let them not come to me. In the name of Jesus, send them away. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Makunda Lima Sidi Kapolia, send them away. If they have come, let them be removed. In the name of Jesus, in Lima Kataluma Sidi Kapolia, every stranger of darkness on assignment to bring evil, to bring sickness, to bring death into our home. Lord, send them away. In the name of Jesus, let them not know the way to our house. Let them not know the way to our life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, give my life direction by the power of your light. When God visits, I told us God always brings light. He always turns darkness to light. Many of us, we need direction. We need direct because if we are not... If we are not working according to the plans of God, we are going to be wasting time. We are, we, are, we are going to be wasting time. We need direction. We need to get it right the first time. Do you know there are some people, before they do anything, they will have missed it maybe four, four times, five times. If we keep missing something four times, four, four to five times, that is a waste of time. We want to get things right the first time. And that can only happen through divine visitation. Yes, when, when you want to do something, God say yes to it, you do it, and then that's it. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, by the power of your light, ha, give my life direction. In the name of Jesus, let the spirit of error and confusion depart from my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. By the power of your light, by the power of your divine visitation, Lord, give our life direction. Give our life purpose. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. The day that blind Bartimaeus met with Jesus, his life was put into order. Confusion departed from his life. Darkness departed from his life. I want you to cry unto God and say, My Father, give my life a direction. Give my business a direction. Give my career a direction. In the name of Jesus, let the spirit of error and confusion depart by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, by divine visitation. When we say divine visitation, we are talking about visitation of God. I'm not talking about visitation of the devil. I pray for you. The devil will not know the address of your house. In the name of Jesus. Look at, for example, Job. The Bible says the devil keep parading. And God said, ah, devil, this, this, this was in Job 1 and then in Job 2. Where have you been? And look at what the devil told God. He said, I've been walking to and fro. So which means the devil has been parading through the house of Job. That's why in that Job 1 verse 10, he said, has God not uh, make a hedge around Job and around all that he has. How did the devil know? Because he has been parading. He told God. He said, I've been walking to and fro. That's what he does. He walks to and fro. Looking for opportunity to attack. I want to pray for somebody. That in this week. Any power that wants to parade around your house. 
that want to parade around your property, the Lord will strike them down. In the name of Jesus, we are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, by divine visitation, let my sorrow be turned to joy. In the name of Jesus, by divine visitation, turn my sorrow to joy. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Terminate sorrow in my life. Terminate sorrow in my home. Terminate sorrow in my heart. In the name of Jesus, by divine visitation, Lord, turn my sorrow to joy. In the name of Jesus, by divine visitation, let my joy be full. Let my joy be full. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that by divine visitation, the Lord will turn your sorrow to joy. In the name of Jesus. And for as many of us who are expecting good visitors, I pray that good visitors will locate you. Visitors that bring joy. Visitors that bring money. Visitors that bring fortunes. I said they will visit you. In the name of Jesus. Now, I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, by divine visitation, give my life a purpose. Yes. Most of the time when God visits, He always visits to bring purpose to a life. Look at, for example, in, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 4 to 5, God was speaking there. He said to Jeremiah, He said, Before I formed you, I what? I know you. Even before your parents, they come together to give back to you. I already ordained you as a prophet to the whole nation of Israel. I ordained you as a prophet. It was during a divine visitation that Jeremiah had that encounter. Divine visitation always brings purpose to a life. Always bring purpose even to a city. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, by your divine visitation, bring purpose to my life. Bring purpose to my family. Bring purpose to my children. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The Bible says, And, and blind Bartimaeus began to follow Jesus from that day henceforth. From the time his eyes was opened, he followed Jesus. He turned from a beggar to a disciple. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, bring purpose to my career. By divine visitation, bring purpose to my home. By divine visitation, bring purpose to my life. By divine visitation, I want to have a visitation that will bring purpose to my life. That will help me to align myself with your purpose. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, by divine visitation, by divine visitation, let, let, let there be something in my life that will bring about praise. By divine visitation, do something in my life that will bring praise to your name. That will cause people around me to praise God with me. Divine, the Bible says immediately blind Bartimaeus eyes was opened. The Bible says people saw it. It was not a hidden miracle. There are some miracles that you cannot hide. You can't hide it. It's too big. <laughs> it's too big. I pray for somebody. God will give you a massive miracle. In the name of Jesus. Something that cannot be hidden. Like for example, if, if you are single and then you get married. Can you hide your wedding rings or your wedding bands or whatever it is. Engagement rings, wedding bands, whatever. You will not hide it. You want to show it. You want everybody to see it that yes, I'm married. 
I am officially married. You want everybody to know it. If you just buy a new house, can you hide that? No. You everybody, people will start visiting you. I want you to lift up your voice and say, my father, the kinds of miracle that will cause people to come and rejoice with me, that will cause people to praise God on my behalf. Lord, do it for me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, do it. You have the power to do it. I know you are willing. I know you have the capacity to do it. Lord, the kinds of miracle that cannot be hidden. That will cause all people to come and join me to praise you. Lord, do it, oh God. In the name of Jesus, do it for every one of us. In the name of Jesus, divine miracle. Divine miracle that, that will bring about praise to your name. Lord, do it for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, visit our nation. I want us to know that America needs, needs God more than ever before. And the nation where you are hearing me this evening or this morning or, 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 or at whatever time you are listening to this podcast, your nation needs God. We need God. I said we need God. If you look at what is happening, you will know that we need God's intervention. Nigeria needs God's intervention. What is happening in that nation now, it's so pathetic. We need God's intervention. We need God to visit. Because things is crumbling. There is no integrity again. People are doing whatever they like. Just like what happened in the book of Judges. Uh, the Bible says, and everyone does what, what, whatever pleases them. They, they, they were not working according to the will of God anymore. The youths are doing whatever they like. The government are doing whatever they like. And the whole, the whole nation is just in a disarray, in a, in a disarray right now. We don't even know if, if there is a president, if there is a sitting president, whether the president there, whether he's alive or is dead, we don't know. I want us to pray for divine visitation. I want us to pray for any nation. The Bible says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Wherever you are, is your Jerusalem. I want us to lift up our voice and say, Lord, visit our nation. In the name of Jesus, by your mercy, Lord, visit our nation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. We need your God. We need you in our nation. We need you in our land. Lord, visit us. Visit us. In the name of Jesus, visit our nation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Visit our homes. Visit our nation. Visit our schools. By your mercy, let us experience your divine visitation. Divine visitation that will put things in order. In the name of Jesus, that will restore sanity to our society. Divine visitation. Lord, visit our government system. Lord, visit the media. In the name of Jesus, visit our land, oh God. Let there be transformation. Let there be reformation. Let there be revival. Let there be righteousness. In the name of Jesus, visit our nation, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, visit us with revival. In the name of Jesus, let the heart of men and women begin to turn unto you. In the name of Jesus, let the heart of children, the heart of youth, the heart of everybody begin to turn unto your God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Almighty Father, we thank you. 
Lord, we give you praise and we give you all the glory for your divine visitation tonight. Father, we bless you. Lord, be glorified and be exalted. In the name of Jesus, we pray for divine visitation in our land. Let there be divine visitation in our city, in our counties. Let there be divine visitation in our homes, in every family represented on this prayer line. Let there be divine visitation in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring light to our darkness. Let darkness disappear by your divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, let our sorrow be turned to joy by your divine visitation. In the name of Jesus, let your divine visitation bring praise. Let your divine visitation put our life in alignment with your divine purpose for our life. In the name of Jesus, we pray that tonight you will visit our nation. In the name of Jesus, let there be revival. In the name of Jesus, let the heart of men and women, young and old, be turned unto God. In the name of Jesus, let there be transformation. In the name of Jesus, let there be righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody shout, Hallelujah.